When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, Browns fans? Welcome to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. We've got Blake joining us from home today. Uh, first time he's shown his face since he's become a daddy. How you doing, Blake? Yeah. Uh, well, besides, you know, only sleeping about four hours yes last night i'm doing pretty good uh hopefully be back in the studio hopefully next week uh but at least i could jump in uh zoom today so that's nice yeah i think just a couple more cups of coffee throughout the show you'll be wide awake by the time we wrap it up so that'll be good yep and uh we've got a very special guest on the show today we are talking with angeline adams she is a diehard browns fan administrator of the facebook group called cleveland browns we bark together and she's also a repeat guest contributor to dogsbynature.com. She's been a paralegal for, I think you said over 30 years, right? Yes. Please don't date me too much, though. Yeah, but that's a lot. That's a lot of really good experience, though. Like I said, or like you said before the show, it's really good for starting at five. Yeah. So, you know, as a paralegal. Just so a few years ago, really excited to have you on the show today. And, and you're also studying currently to become an attorney. I do. I wouldn't very much like to be an attorney. That's true. That's awesome. That is awesome. So we we brought you on the show today because we want to get your perspectives on the Deshaun Watson situation, mostly from a few different angles. We wanted to first get your professional legal assessment of Watson's situation and some of the actual facts surrounding everything from your point of view. Uh, secondly, we want your perspective as a diehard Browns fan, like we said. And we also want your perspective as a woman, uh, a wife and a mother, because, you know, we're just we're just a couple dirty guys who are just diehard Browns fans, too. You know, <laughs> so we're not always the most sensitive with these types of things. But, um, you know, maybe Blake is now that he's got a little girl at home. Right. I, don't, I don't know. You have to change that now. It's a big deal. <laughs> maybe, when she, life. <laughs> maybe when she's a month old. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So real quick, before we dive into any of that, though, I want to remind everybody, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, hit that notification bell so you don't miss any new episodes. If you like listening to the podcast, subscribe to the show on Apple, Spotify, Google. And lastly, if you can't get enough of our Browns content, head over to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on our Patreon community. And the last thing, real quick, I just want to remind everybody, don't forget to enter the free Browns jersey giveaway. All you got to do, Leave us a five-star review, actual written review on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot of that review. Email that screenshot to bark at thedogspodcast.com, and you will be entered into the contest. Patreon members, you guys are automatically entered, but if you do a review, you get entered twice. And everybody who enters, I should say the first 100, will get a Dogs Podcast sticker in the mail, and we're going to announce the winner on April 28th during our live draft coverage on YouTube. So make sure that you tune into that show. All right. So, Angeline, let's start off first before we dive into some of the legal stuff. Let's just talk about you as a diehard Browns fan and your initial reactions when you found out that the Browns did actually succeed in trading for Deshaun Watson. Well, that's a that's that's a question a question that's filled with excitement, and I, I just want to say back and say first, I'm it's it's an honor to be here with you all. It's my pleasure. I think you do wonderful, outstanding work, and I'm definitely a fan of your podcast. So, congratulations to you, and thank you for allowing me to be here. Um, as far as Deshaun Watson is concerned, if I can reference just 
on the field exclusively right now. We're just talking about on the field, nothing that's off the field. I was, I was floored, excited, amazed. Um, I don't know how anyone that is a Browns fan could not be excited about Deshaun Watson coming to Cleveland and being in the brown and orange, quite honestly. <laughs> we know that he is definitely um, an upgrade at quarterback. I am not a Baker Mayfield hater. I'm very grateful to Baker for his contributions to the Cleveland Browns. But I want to say that we know that Deshaun Watson is just another caliber of quarterback and not just being able to be an effective uh, dual threat, but his progression reads are just absolutely amazing under pressure. He's wonderful. He's great in the fourth quarter. His body's able to adjust. He can throw inside and outside of the pocket. Deshaun Watson is a very, very exciting player. And so when I found out, someone called me and said, you know, is this true about Deshaun Watson? My jaw was on the floor. What about <laughs> you, Blake? Did you all know when it happened or you were caught off guard? Because I had no idea. And when someone so, called me, I was literally, I was screaming. <laughs> I had uh, I had come to terms with the fact that we were probably going to have to try to get Jimmy G or Jameis Winston, and I was think I was convincing myself, you know, they're not going to be or, or Matt Ryan. I thought yes. one of those guys will be good for a year. We can use them as a stopgap quarterback for a year. Yes. Maybe Jameis Winston turns out to be good, and we get him for a couple of years. Um, and I actually I went and took a nap. That's and right. That's up. right. <laughs> and I woke up and I had about a hundred missed text messages. Oh. And I saw it was from like our Patreon members. We have a text thread and I saw so many of them were from them. And then the group chat we have with the hosts on the show. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, the Browns, we either traded Baker or we, we signed one of the, you know, Jimmy G or somebody and everybody's freaking out about it. And I opened it. And the first thing was Deshaun Watson. And I just got up out of bed and like ran to the living room and turned the TV <laughs> on. And it was, it was, it was almost like, the feeling when LeBron said he was coming back to Cleveland. Oh, like that's yes. how excited I, I was yes. like running around. Yes. My wife thought I was an idiot and <laughs> I was just like running around the house watching TV. Um, I was, I was ecstatic just because, I mean, yeah. probably the best quarterback we've oh, had in our franchise history. Yeah. yeah. I think people are sleeping on him. A lot of pe- people sure. are saying, especially in the national media, cause they like that he's closer to 10. no, no, he's closer to top five, and I think people are sleeping on that. I think, if I may say this, when it comes to on the field, I think that there's a lot of haters out there. Without, If we're not referencing what's going off the field, I think that's just really pretty much jealousy and people not wanting to admit mm-hmm. um, what Andrew Berry was able to pull off. Don't know how he did it, but um, he was just able to do something that we didn't think could be done. It's absolutely one of the biggest things to happen in Cleveland in sports history Without a doubt, even with him being, you know, unavailable and I'm unable to play all of last season, it is what it is. I mean, you can see his stats from 2020. He was above, and he had the highest, was it the highest uh, uh, yards? Yep, he led the league. Yards of anyone, is that what it was? I yep. can look up that statistic again. Is that <laughs> with correct? Will Fuller. He was above everyone, wasn't he? Yeah, he led, he led the league in passing that year. Mm-hmm. Passing, that's exactly right. Yep. So as far as people... I, I had someone in my group that's kind of upset. I, You know, people, the fan base is very split over this. So they kind of veer between the extremes are kind of what I call Baker haters and Baker apologists. And I don't really, I, I don't cater to either of them in my group. It's not a trash talk group. We try to have respect and do like speak from stats and facts. But I'm telling you, the Baker haters are like, oh, what has he won? What has he done? And so, come on, guys. Ridiculous. You don't have to troll Baker Mayfield to appreciate Deshaun Watson on the field. Just like you don't have to troll Baker Mayfield, you know, to uh, you don't have to troll Deshaun Watson to appreciate Baker. So um, to answer your question, Josh, outrageous excitement followed by disbelief <laughs> and shock. I almost passed out. Uh, yeah. We, How are you? What about you? <laughs> well, I, I mean, as far as Deshaun Watson being on the Browns, the only the, the closest I ever got to that was putting him on my team in Madden just to see what he looked like in a Browns jersey and thinking to myself, that's never going to happen. Like, that's, it's a great fantasy. It's, it's cool to have him in Madden, but that's never going to happen. And now I can do it and it's real. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I mean, yeah, we were texting Blake like crazy that day and it was like an hour and we didn't hear from him. And, and like, is, is he okay? Did, did this news knock him out? Did he, what's, what's going on? But he finally woke up and got in. That busy real estate life, I was tired. I needed a nap. I worked really all 15 hours a week. I work is really hard. (laughs) 
You put 100% into those 15 hours, though. <laughs> this is true. Yes, I thank you. I just don't know any any Cleveland fan when we're talking specifically, and I reiterate that, when we're talking about specifically as far as on the field, his skill, I don't know who was not just beside themselves excited. We didn't even think it was a possibility. I didn't. Mm-mm. He declined us from what I understood. So, Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that AB was able to go back in. Well, actually, the, the, what I read from Deshaun was that he actually informed his agent, go get Barry back on the phone. Because I, 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 We talked about this on our show, too. When he went and met with the Saints and the Falcons, and I'm sure the Panthers, too, he probably looked at those teams and said, ah, you know, they're, they're in my, the area I want to play in, but it's going to be a few years before we even have a chance to contend for a Super Bowl. He just left a dumpster fire. Why would you want to play from there? <laughs> exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And we don't. And like I said, that's another thing. You know, with everything that has gone on with our front office, and we have been at times just a laughing stock of the football of the NFL sports world. And sometimes just the sports world. That's one of the reasons we appreciated Baker so much because he really gave a lot of Cleveland Browns fans back their pride and really showed that he wanted to be here along with Jarvis and different ones, you know, Miles, they took pride in Cleveland. And so uh, with this new Baker situation that had come up, all of a sudden, again, we were just worried about saying, oh, no one wants to come here. So it's it's good to be chosen. That's what I think. It's nice when someone picks you. It's tough when, I mean, you're the last person that people people pick at pick up basketball. Not that I know what that's like, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it's it is really surreal. It really mm-hmm. is. But yeah, if you're a Browns fan, you have got to be excited about this. Um, okay, well we can we can talk some more about what Deshaun means on the field as we go, but why don't we dive into some of the le- legal issues surrounding Deshaun, which I feel like they've been beat over the head, but at the same time, there's still so many different perspectives going around out there. And I feel like there's a lot of things people are saying that aren't necessarily true on both sides. So really wanted to get your perspective from a legal standpoint. Um, I guess we could start with, can you just quickly explain the difference between criminal and cases and civil suits? Yes. And I think, I think the question is an excellent one because uh, the fan base has been just extremely splintered Mm-hmm. because of people just not understanding the difference, even in playing conversations. That's what we do as fans. You know, we're, we're, we're couch coaches and, and a lot of us now, I guess we're couch lawyers at the same time, <laughs> but what we can't do is we cannot minimize the fact that there's a reason why people go to law school and get juris doctors, you know, and these are complicated legal issues and legalities And so what I think is taking place is because people are not making the difference between criminal and civil, you have a lot of a lot of confusion and a lot of people that are actually expounding in dialogue and discussions with a lack of understanding. Now, we know that civil uh, procedures and civil cases, they address um, really those are private actions that address two parties, um, an individual or an entity Um, that's called a plaintiff. And the plaintiff actually is alleging or claiming that there has been a a problem or a restriction from the defendant with a legal duty and then performing a legal legal duty. And it is it is actually uh, brought forth some type of injury or harm to a degree. So what they do is they file suit, okay, to a court to get the court to do one thing, and that is to determine that the defendant is indeed liable of not carrying out this legal duty that that really means um, there was something that was violated as far as a a constitutional right, a federal or state law. So if they can get, they go to courts and get the courts to determine that the defendant is liable. And then if the defendant is determined to be liable, then what the plaintiff is seeking is for the courts to order the defendant to either perform what was violated or to uh, render some type of restitution in the way of compensation using a monetary value. Now, when you talk about criminal cases, well, you know, that's exactly what the criminal justice system is for, to determine if a crime has been committed, something that is uh, uh, 
that the society as a whole needs to be protected against. That's something that is not an action that's not brought by a victim. It's brought by, um, you know, the government. If it's a, a federal crime, it's a U.S. attorney's office. If it's a state, it's the district attorney or the state attorney's office. Um, and they present uh, information to an investigative body, which is called a grand jury. Then the grand jury determines if there's probable cause to indict. Then if there is probable cause to indict, the person is indicted. And then we go through the entire um you know, system. The, the difference in civil and criminal is really structure and um, proof that's required as well as penalties. So uh, I hear a lot of people, for instance, um, saying, well, you know, I wonder if he's going to be found guilty or innocent uh, mm -hmm. in the civil in the civil cases. And so, you know, that's a person that's really not understanding what they're talking about because civil courts do not determine that. They determine liability and degree of liability. So then hopefully that answers the question. No, I think so. So as far as the civil, there really is no guilty or not guilty. It's whether or not no, you're liable. It does not address that whatsoever. Civil court does not determine criminal behavior. It does determine violation of rights. Okay. So violation of rights under the constitution, federal or um, the state, but it is not criminal. The criminal justice system is who determines if a crime has been committed, meaning something that society needs protection from. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if some, you can't walk down the street and murder someone. You can't, you know, just kidnap someone. Wait, what? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Oh. I almost said something bad. You better behave well, like that. If, if anybody asked, I was here between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m. Oh, we're we're <laughs> alibi, is that yeah. right? But that's, and so I hear a lot of people, you know, saying that Deshaun Watson is a criminal. And the only thing that I will say to that is two grand juries declined to indict based on the evidence that was presented by prosecutors. So um, that's, that's very difficult. And I also think people need to have a little humility and say that they don't know. You know, we have a lot of people that are, we're still um, innocent until proven guilty in this country. And um, we have a lot of people that are t attacking Deshaun. We have a lot of people that are attacking the women you know, calling them prostitutes and sex workers. And I think people just need to really slow down and say, you know what? There's a lot that I don't know. There's a reason why lawyers go to law school. There's a reason why you have a civil and criminal justice system and you have procedures and these different things and rights under the law. This episode of the Dogs Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. Listeners of this show can get 20% off their order plus free shipping worldwide with the promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at manscaped.com. And if our math is correct, that's roughly 8 million balls. Sorry, not roughly. That's smoothly 8 million balls. Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0 is the future of male grooming. This hair trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Guys, if you've been using any other trimmer like I used to use, you know how lucky you are to walk out of the bathroom accident-free. Now, I've been using the Lawnmower 4.0 for about a year now, and I can tell you I always leave my worries at the door. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof, and it comes with a 4000K LED spotlight to help you achieve the most precise shave you'll ever get. So grab yourself the Performance Package 4.0, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0, along with the Weed Whacker Nose and Hair Trimmer. But Manscaped isn't just hair trimmers. The Performance Package also includes the Crop Preserver Downstairs Deodorant and Crop Reviver Downstairs Toner. Manscaped also offers body wash, shampoos, conditioners, body sprays, colognes, and more. Manscaped used to say your balls will thank you, but now your whole body will thank you, and your ladies will too. Look, I'm a guy, and I know all you guys out there spend your days getting after it, busting your butt, breaking a sweat, but guys, your ladies still deserve a fresh-smelling man when you get home from work. So what are you waiting for? Order the Performance Package 4.0 today with promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at manscaped.com. And Manscaped's also going to send you two free gifts with your order. They're going to send you a pair of Manscaped boxers, super comfortable, and the shed travel bag so you can pack everything up and take it on the road. Get 20% off right now with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So just so I make sure we get our terminology correct when we're talking about these things on the show, yeah. since the two grand juries declined to 
indict him. That's correct. That's the correct way to say that, right? Yes, that's correct. Does that mean that criminal charges were brought and dismissed, or criminal charges no. weren't even brought? He was he was never charged criminally. He was, in order okay. to be charged criminally, you have to be indicted. Okay, so so, so the was evidence wasn't indicted. even enough to indict him. Yeah, he was never indicted. Okay. The prosecutor said, "We feel that this has taken place." So they present to the grand jury, um, which is secret. That's why that that the, the nature and the evidence of that does not come out. And the grand jury is the one that decides if there's probable cause. They're not trying the case. And a lot of people have already tried it. Yeah. <laughs> but the, they're actually saying, is there probable cause to indict him, to charge him and say, you know, we believe that the we have enough evidence to charge you with this. And two grand jury said, we cannot indict. We're, we're declining to indict. And this is closed as far as we're concerned. So that's my understanding. Okay. So I guess that they can always run back to the lawyers I work for and double check, but that's always <laughs> been my understanding. No, that's great. I, we really appreciate that explanation. Um, mm -hmm. So like you said, people that are saying Deshaun Watson's a criminal, not mm -hmm. accurate in any way, it's shape or form. Not accurate. Yeah. Not um, under the law. I mean, not if you, and, and that's, that's kind of that, that's really something because I look at it like this. If, if we're going to disregard what the law says in the criminal aspect, are we going to do the same thing civilly? And I'm thinking that people that are saying, well, don't respect and regard what was determined criminally. If something does come where, where there is uh, in, in the, in the civil suits that he maybe is found to be liable of something. I think those same people will say, see, regardless. So I, I think the inconsistencies bother me a bit. I think we have to be consistent because we have to be humble and admit there's a lot that we don't know. So I'm always saying that I would like, you know, the party that deserves the justice to receive that. And I'm okay with saying at this time, I don't, I, there's too much that I don't know to commit to an absolute and say, she's lying or he's lying. That's the way that I feel. That's the way that I posit myself. Okay. I think that's pretty fair. Um, so now that the, the two grand juries have declined to indict him, can criminal charges still be brought against him or is that, is that done now? Well, that's, that's another very interesting question. And you can always have, you know, a grand jury, if they find probable cause, they can always indict you. If something new were to come up or a different, you know, circumstance, you know, there could be another group, there could be another, uh, another person that comes and says, this happens and the prosecutor can examine the evidence and decide to present to the grand jury again. But concerning this situation, they've rendered their judgment as far as not finding probable cause. That's my understanding. Okay. Um, and that's kind of, excuse me, if I can say that's all, that's something that's kind of, you know, when you deal with things like this, it's kind of hanging over your head. You're kind of one eyes open all the time because you're wondering if something is going to be brought up and if you are going to be, to be uh, charged or investigated to be indicted. Okay. So not out of the water as far as that's concerned, but it, the, the first 10, um, cases right that were brought against him were oh yeah concerning these issues the the, the grand juries have, have, have declined okay. concerning with what he's going through right now okay well thank you so much for kind of just just explaining the the facts on that because i yeah. blake i know we've heard so many people just throwing around terms and oh. accusations and things that you know like angeline said just aren't not true I think a good distinction was made too, and you, the pro Deshaun people are, you know, they like to say the courts found him not guilty. Well, that's not true either. That's not true. They, they, they found that there wasn't enough evidence to even determine if he was guilty or innocent. So you had to be able to make the distinction, um, whether you're pro Deshaun or, that's you know, not for Deshaun, you should still be right. <laughs> if I may say something too, I'm pretty, you know, our fans are something, let me say. We, you know how we are as diehard fans. But I, got, I have to tell you, I'm a bit protective when it comes to Cleveland Browns fans. And I do feel that some, that Cleveland Browns fans have really taken a lot of heat from people for not um, 
saying that Deshaun Watson is guilty or for not attacking these women, I don't think that's fair. Um, I think that we should do just what we've just discussed. And if you say, you know, I'm going to follow what happens with the courts, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to adhere to and I'm going to regard what the grand jury has said. I don't think that you should be attacked and, you know, made it seem like you're facilitating a crime or covering. I don't think that's fair. I think that we are, you know, in this country, we're taught to regard and respect the law. And I say again, if something comes in the in the civil litigations, that's that needs to be regarded. So that's just what I want to say. I think people should back off the Cleveland fans a bit because I've seen some very, very, you know, nasty attacks against Cleveland fans. And we're kind of being caught in the crossfire. Don't think it's fair. So don't get me started on that, because you didn't hear anybody in the national media talk. Nobody was talking bad about the Saints or the Falcons when it was just when it was down between the Saints and the Falcons. It was every headline. If the Saints get Deshaun, are they Super Bowl contenders? Mm-hmm. And then he chooses Cleveland, and yeah. it's our offseason grades a D. We're despicable. Yeah. We're yeah. you know the worst people in the world. So I think yeah. it's a lot of they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what I'm wondering a lot too, and and I I just I'm offended that anyone that would dare accuse us of of not being concerned about justice. I think that's wrong. I don't think there, I don't, it's certainly, I don't know any fans that, that are saying we want a criminal if he can win a Super Bowl for us. And that's <laughs> right. I, I don't feel that way. You know, like I said, I'm a, I, I was a wife, I'm divorced, but I'm certainly a mother and a sister and a daughter. And no, I, I am not someone that wants to facilitate criminals but I also don't think you should call someone a criminal that the law has not designated as a criminal and said, now, you know, you may bring up other instances where people were found guilty later. I'm, I'm not sure how to answer that, except I have to say exclusive to what's going on here in this case. But I don't think that we we should be uh, made to look like we are endorsing criminal behavior. I don't think that's fair. And that's and the Cleveland's getting a lot of that. Yeah, it, we definitely are. And I, I keep having conversations with people that say, oh, well, you know, it was 40 different massage therapists that he was mm-hmm. he went to. And that's just why does he need that many? And it's disgusting and all this stuff. And I said, well, that that right there is your opinion, though. Yeah. You know, uh, how many massage therapists is too many? Yeah. That's an opinion. There's no fact on that. Whether mm-hmm. or not what he did with them was disgusting or not, that's also an opinion. Now, whether or not it was illegal, that's for the courts to decide. Certainly. Right. But w- your opinion on whatever sexual activity may have happened, well, that's kind of your personal preference, I think. That's mm-hmm. that's your opinion. You can't project that on another fan as being, you know, a bad person because they don't agree with your opinion. But yes. I did want to get your views on that number because I feel like that gets thrown around a lot. As far as the massage therapist, the, the 22 different cases and I guess the 18 additional that came out in defending uh, Deshaun Watson. You know, I think it's a wonderful segue as far as that question is concerned. And I will say this. I think that people are very guilty of really degrees of arrogance. And what I mean when I say that is they're not so much they're not very interested in making sure that their opinion is informed. And they're not willing to admit what they have ignorance concerning. I think people equate ignorance with stupidity and it's just not the case. So the average person that I talk to is clueless about massage therapy. They're clueless about what athletics regiment, athletes regiment is concerning how they care for their body mm-hmm. and what they do on a daily. I mean, it's just the truth. They're, they, they, have a, they just don't know. And instead of saying, I don't know, They'll say, oh, that doesn't look right. And that looks, but I've had people say, no, I've been sick. And I'm going to tell you, I have this many massage therapists. Some have said they've had more than he has. Others have said, you know, uh, I have a few that I stick to. So I think when people are talking and saying, you know, this is too many before they say that, I think they should investigate how and get some understanding and some knowledge and some accurate informed information concerning is this something out of the ordinary for people that are in the line of work that he's in? No, as a paralegal, I might not need 22 massage therapists, yep. but I don't know if I was a linebacker for the Browns, if I would need that. You're, you understand what I'm saying? A- absolutely. So that's the part that kind of bothers me. I just think that people are so quick 
to expound on things instead of kind of closing their mouths first and going to the experts and getting some information, then say, you know what, this, this looks kind of bad. Yeah. So because that's what I think about that. even he said in his press conference, you know, it was that number over five years that he was in Houston. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know what his regimen is, like you said, but for a professional uh, athlete, football quarterback, I mean, he might mm-hmm. be getting a massage every day of the week. He might be getting one in the morning, one after practice. I don't know what his regimen is, but you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to book up one single massage therapist, potentially 10, 11, 12 times a week for five mm-hmm. years and stick to that. You're going to have multiple. It's different for somebody like me might say, oh, I get, I have one massage therapist. I get a massage every other month. That's a yeah. completely different scenario. Yeah. yeah I mean, if you think about it, 40 He's probably had a thousand massages yeah. in the last five years or more. So forty, so forty really isn't. I mean, isn't really that high if you think about it. And, and that's exactly right. And so I just think that I think that the the subject matter is so serious that we have to have some degrees of accountability of what narrative we put out individually or what narrative we contribute to because it's just too important, not just on Deshaun Watson's side, on these women's side. I mean, there's women, I, I I heard this one woman say that, you know, since this has happened with Deshaun Watson, and he's got some apologists out there as well, you know, they're calling all massage therapists sex workers, and they've called these women prostitutes and different things. And I, I just don't agree with any of that. I don't agree with any of that. Why? Because I don't think you should talk about what you don't know. And the truth is, you really don't know. But I know I have a very good friend that is, uh, I have a couple friends that are massage therapists. And um, I, it really hurts me that their line of, of business that they've worked hard, you know, to build clients is just being attacked. And they're really, really taking some heat because of this. I think it's wrong. But we are responsible for that. A lot of that, the fans, the narrative that we're allowed to be putting out, I, I think we should be more accountable. Browns fans, we just want to take a quick break in the action to tell you about DraftKings. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You must be 21 years or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now back to the show. I agree. I agree. And that's why, I mean, on this show, we've, we've really tried to bring in other people to talk about this, mm-hmm. such as yourself. I mean, we, we want to make sure we're not going down the path of contributing to false narratives or yes. lies or inaccuracies. Yes. And picking sides. I mean, I, I think it's tough. I, people just feel always the need to pick a side. But how do you pick a side if you're not informed? That's right. what we have the courts for, I would think. And am I saying that the, the criminal justice system is perfect? No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying that I can't disregard what they're saying. And I won't disregard what the civil what the civil um, litigation yeah. renders, what the civil courts render. Right. It's not perfect, but it's the best we've got. It's what we have. Yeah. And in, in civil cases as well. The, the burden of proof is much less. Right. You know, in criminal in criminal cases, it, there has to be um, beyond a reasonable doubt. It is not that. That's why sometimes you do see situations where like um, in the, uh, even O.J. Simpson, and that's kind of a tough one to bring up. People have feelings about that where he was not prosecuted. He was not found guilty. But in civil court, it, it, he was found liable. He had degrees of liability where that's concerned. So that's how you... That's how you see it. As a matter of fact, I thought that I read in the news yesterday that they maybe added some uh, other um, other other information about what they were going to pursue in the civil courts. And I think now they're really just trying to make sure they can get something that sticks for sure. So 
as far as the civil suits go, just to clear things up for fans and listeners who aren't entirely sure, what are the possible outcomes if he is found liable? Is it just monetary punishment? Yeah, yeah because the like I said, the crim the the civil the civil suit civil uh, suit system does not render punishment by imprisonment. That those are things that are so are associated with crimes. Okay, so. Um, yes, night, that's what it would be. It would be uh, monetary compensation. Okay. So I, I have a question. And if um, this might be off topic, and or maybe we're going to get to this. If he is found liable in civil courts, would that change your opinion? Because that burden of proof is so much lower and it's not considered criminal activity. How would that sway your opinion on him as our quarterback? I really think that I think that question is such a good question. And I'm going to tell you why is because I'm interested in what they they may determine he's liable concerning, you know, one of the problems and one of the confusing issues is because people are throwing around a lot of terms that are crimes. OK. And as far as a criminal justice system is concerned, saying he's guilty of rape, he's guilty of sexual assault, he's guilty of this and he's guilty of that. Well, then you have to look at um, the civil suits as far as a liability is concerned, if they're um, saying that they believe that their rights were violated in the way of he of him sexually assaulting them, sexually harassing them. Well, if, if they say that he is liable, absolutely, that would change my opinion of some things. I am not going to regard the criminal side and not regard the civil action. So yeah, that's pretty serious for me, especially as, a, I mean, 100% as a woman, if you look at um, even the business of massage therapists, a lot of those are entrepreneurs. You know, it's very, very tough. I, I, have, I, have, a, I have a business. I started a business. I have an administrative support business as a woman, very difficult. Certainly as a woman of color, it's very difficult to gather a clientele and things like that. So if I feel like those women's rights were violated and the civil court determined that that's a problem for me. What if, how would you feel if he, so he said he doesn't want to settle because um, to me that, you know, that kind of makes him look guilty, I think. And I think he seems to want to prove his good name, but if he were to settle, would you look at that as an omission of guilt, I guess? No, no, because I think that I think I think maybe a a, a, um, a novice might, you know, someone that is, is um, doesn't know much about the way that the, these things work. But, you know, I would think that the front office wants this to go away as soon as possible. You know, this is something that uh, could create a perfect storm for the for the front office. You have the Deshaun Watson situation. Then you have the unresolved Baker Mayfield um, situation. Well, we don't know what's coming, what unforeseen events could come to uh, splinter the fan base even more. We're already getting a lot of heat. So certainly this is not good press. This is a PR nightmare. And I would think that everyone in the organization would want this to be resolved as quickly as possible. Well, settlements resolve things pretty quickly. So uh, I don't know if he could be, he would be, I don't know if I want to use the word <laughs> encouraged, you know, given an offer he couldn't refuse. I'm, I'm being, I'm making a joke right now, but <laughs> he may be, you know, in the, in the back rooms where deals are done that nobody, no one talks about. That may be an option that he just may decide to take. There's a lot of people that have settled and no, I know some people settle because um, it becomes a serious uh, monetary issue of it's very expensive to litigate. It's very expensive to pay attorneys to, def, you know, defend you um, just because you get exhausted just because you're tired. So I don't necessarily look as a settlement as that way. I think a settlement is, is done for, oh, there's a lot of people, reason that people settle. I don't think they just settle because they're liable or, they're, or, or anything like that. Okay. What, excuse me. What about you? May I ask that? What if he uh, what are you all thinking about if he settles? So I've been on the I've liked the idea that he throughout this whole situation has proclaimed his innocence and welcomed investigation, I guess. Um, you know, the thing with like Big Ben was he paid to get it settled before it could ever get to court, 
mm-hmm. guess. Um, and with this, he welcomed a police investigation. Now he's saying he's not going to settle in civil court. Mm-hmm. So I was always on the side where I said I didn't want him to settle. But now that the way you explained it with people settle for other reasons other than they think, okay, I did this, but now I can get away with it. You may have swayed my opinion. Yeah, yeah that was a good explanation on the, the settlement situation because I didn't realize that either. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily think that. I think that there's a lot of reasons. I think there's a lot of different reasons that someone may settle. It just may be pure, pure exhaustion. It may be because things change circumstances change you never know what's going to go on in the sports world and so i guess uh the selfish browns fan side of me too is thinking if he doesn't settle and he was to be found not liable in the civil cases i don't see how the nfl could have any cause to suspend Ah, for, that's a good one too. For, for any for any games and so i'm looking at it as like a well if you if he if he fights this to the end and he's found not liable against all 22 cases we he could play every game in his five-year contract without having to be suspended at all because i don't see how the nfl could suspend especially with the burden of proof being so much lower in civil court mm-hmm. if he's found not liable how, how could they suspend it would make no sense so that's, that's like the selfish true. Browns fan side of me, <laughs> wanting him to to fight the good fight. <laughs> May I say this too? You know, I I want to say I have much respect for what you're saying, and I think this is a part of the the way that I think that Browns fans are being bashed because I don't look at what you're saying right now and 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 what what the words that you just spoke. I don't look at that as you um, saying that you necessarily believe Deshaun and Deshaun is right and attacking his women. And I don't look at that as all some people would. I think, I think that you're doing what all of us do. And that is we try to think the best of people and we want, we want the outcome to be the best. And so um, I think that's the way that the fans feel their whole thing, because people just want to hope that something like this has not taken place. You don't want these women to have suffered that. There's mm-hmm. and you, so you really just reemphasize my point of Browns fans do not want people to get away with something that they're liable for or guilty of. That's not what we're after. So I appreciate that comment. Yeah. And one thing I keep going back to as well is like Blake said, he welcomed a police investigation. There was an mm-hmm. FBI investigation. The Browns did their own private investigation into Deshaun Watson. And at the end of all of that, he has the, the grand jury declined to indict him. And the Browns decided to trade three first round draft picks and pay him $230 million to come in and be our quarterback. To me, that says what their investigations found gave them comfort in doing that. Cause you don't put that kind of investment into a guy. If there's shady, rocky grounds, you know, going on, if, if you're not sure about what you found. Yeah, and and I would think you would kind of have an idea of the way things were swinging the criminal side, and possibly you may do that because you you do want things to be settled. True. So So they just came out and said, I think it was maybe yesterday or the day before, about uh, these civil cases will not be heard or anything like that between August and the end of March next year, I believe. So that means none of this is going to be going on during the season. So either things need to get figured out before August or it's going to go into 2023. Correct. Mm -hmm. Do I understand that? I I just think that we're here for the long haul. I don't think this is going away anywhere soon. I mean, these women, you know, a lot of some of them are are speaking publicly and these women feel like they have been, uh, they had their rights violated and they're kind of not going quietly into the night. And if this is, you know, what has proven it has taken place. I don't think that they should. I don't, this is not something that I think is going away anytime, anytime soon. And so that, that does worry me a bit as far as the, um, how volatile it is for the, for the, for the team overall, for the organization. There's a little, there, there's, there's degrees of instability there, Mm -hmm. uh, uncertainty. Even if you think about like, even with Deshaun Watson even coming into the organization, with people not being sure, is is he guilty or is he liable of this or or, or not? I mean, I, I can't imagine how that is to go into that. That's not actually, you know, 
the best thing to build good relationships, to foster good relationships. I mean, you can say what you want about Baker Mayfield. These are not issues that he had to deal with. So the instability is there in so many, so many ways. You're dealing with players that, that have wives and daughters and mothers. You know, they probably, I'm sure they may, they have massage therapists themselves. They have uh, maybe friends that are in this. So it, it's, it's tough. It's tough for everyone involved. Yeah, it is. Um, so looking at the potential suspension and like Blake was saying, you know, if he continues to fight this and, and the civil suits come out and he's found not liable or however things progress, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, throughout the rest of the spring, throughout the summer and all that. But at, at this point in time, what do you think we're looking at as far as a potential suspension from the NFL? Hey, hey time out real quick. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, this is for the Dwayne Haskins died this morning. What? No. Are you he serious? Was a, he was hit by a car in South oh Florida. Oh my gosh. In South Florida. Yeah, I just I it just oh it just popped gosh. up on my phone and it was kind of breaking news. I I'm a diehard Buckeye fan. Yeah, so are yeah. we I, think I might cry during you guys' podcast. I can't believe it. That's that's crazy. Oh my that, gosh, you're kidding me. It just yeah, Adam Schefter just reported it. Oh man. Wow, I'm in shock. <laughs> So I'm sorry to bring down the mood of the already kind of oh, somber podcast, but I'm a diehard Buckeyes fan. Wow, unbelievable! So prayers it out to, to Dwayne Haskins' family and everybody that knows Dwayne, and from all of us Buckeyes fans. Um, that's crazy. He was only 25. Oh man, gosh. unbelievable! Yeah. Shocking. Thank you for letting me know. It's sad. I'm brokenhearted about that. Are you all Buckeyes fans? Yeah. Oh, oh my Josh God. Josh went to Ohio State and you basically did Josh's too. apartment at Ohio State a lot. Yeah. You went to Ohio State? Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is terrible. <sighs> I'm floored right now. <sighs> well, we'll try to get back on topic. Get but together. Yeah. I just <laughs> wanted to, I feel like that was worth mentioning. Me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that's really rough. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt the show. No, thanks. I, I'm, I'm glad you let me know. I don't know how you feel about it, Josh, but I would rather not. I would rather know than not know. Yeah, yeah. Because then, like you said, Blake, thoughts and prayers out to his family and friends, and definitely Buckeye Nation, and just man, you know, his career was not anything to write home about in the NFL. But man, that year at Ohio State was oh, he ever phenomenal? Are you, you know. Me? And, and that's just how it goes. You know, not, not yeah. every college quarterback obviously goes on to excel in the NFL, but man, when well, he was called upon, young, man, he's only 25. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a first like round pick. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. All right. Things in perspective pretty quickly. We'd be grateful for every day. Oh, heartbreaking. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, all right. Well, I think we were talking, we were going to talk about um, the suspension, possible suspension, your yeah. thoughts on, you know, what, what your views are on what could be a reality come, you know, September. Is he going to be missing games? Is he going to play the whole season? You know, um, they brought in the backup quarterback pretty quickly. <laughs> They brought in the backup quarterback pretty quickly. I, I have to tell you that um, this is this is such a curious question because it, it's very curious to me because some people are saying, well, you know, he wasn't he wasn't indicted, so you know, why is he being suspended at all? So you know, but then we know that the the NFL is a private organization and they have their codes of what they think you know the conduct should be. For me, I said this before, I think, let, let me just say this, I think it probably will be a, a six-game suspension, something along those lines. But I will say I'm very interested in how that plays out and the consequences of that to the civil suits. Because I think that if your employer suspends you, then they're saying, you know what, we did. We, we, we think he did something that's that's not up to par, up to standard. That goes against what our policy is, and I don't, I don't know why uh, the civil suits would that would not be recognized. 
I know I would say it. Say, well, look, his job his yep. job suspended him. He's not innocent. I know I would say that. So that's that's something that's very curious for me as far as how, how that plays into uh, the litigation that's going against him. I uh, I think if he doesn't settle, I think he plays every game this year because of them pushing back the cases mm-hmm. into next year. I think. I think it would be a really bad look for the league if they were to suspend him for six games and then mm-hmm. he comes in, goes to court next year and is mm-hmm. found not liable on all 22 cases. And then the league, now what, Now what? Deshaun sues the league for lost pay yeah. for suspending him for something that he was found not liable for. So mm-hmm. to me, if he doesn't settle, it's almost like this is going to get put on, it's going to get put on hold the for a season. And then, and then next off season, yep. And I and to be honest, I think the league would rather suspend him next year, yeah, because they want to do as much monetary damage to him as possible. And if he's suspended six games next year, he's going to lose you know sixty million dollars as opposed to sixty thousand dollars this year or whatever it is. So um, if he doesn't settle, I think he plays every game this year, and then this gets reopened again for the twenty twenty three season. But you're thinking you're thinking along the lines of what I was thinking as well. And that is, if they do suspend it, will be for around six games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at least that's the way. You know, I know that's what Big Ben got. Um, mm-hmm. Now some people that's, are saying that was, was one. Thinking, that was one, and this is twenty-two. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you think along those lines, I mean, if if one case is six games, and you're thinking that twenty-two gets you more, what are they going to do? Suspend them for? four years so <laughs> right. you know what i mean so oh. I think it's gonna be six games if it happens i think if he is found not liable i don't know how they suspend it all but we'll, we'll see isn't this just like not to make light of the situation but isn't just isn't this just like a brown scenario Ugh. nothing is ever easy for us <laughs> everything no. is always i mean everything is always a battle for us we can never just exhale <laughs> and that's yeah. kind of I just feel like that's what it, it'd be nice to just be able to exhale sometimes, but evidently it's not going to happen. All this, all this struggle will just make the Super Bowl parade more fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Hey, you know, um, I did, this has been like a heavy topic, obviously, and we've talked mm-hmm. about it a few times on our show and it's just, I'm glad we've gotten a lot of clarity from you, Angeline. Mm-hmm. We really, really appreciate that. Your, your mm-hmm. knowledge and expertise is exactly what we needed to mm-hmm. hear. And, and you do a great job and we appreciate that. And just to kind of, I think we'll wrap up here in a minute, but let's do a fun question. And I, Blake, I don't know where this question came from, if it was in our group chat the other night or wherever with the Patreon members, but Angeline, if Deshaun Watson goes and the Browns win the Super Bowl this year, is Deshaun Watson a bigger hero to Cleveland than LeBron James was when the Cavs oh. won the championship? No, no. I'm a LeBron James fan on another level. I'm just okay. sorry. It's not even <laughs> happening like that. Don't even mention the King's name to me. I'm a diehard basketball fan too. Okay. And LeBron James, what he did coming straight out of high school, um, putting our squad on his back. But LeBron, let me tell you why LeBron James is great. Deshaun would have to leave. Deshaun would have to say, I'm going to win you all the Super Bowl, then leave. Then keep his promise and come back. And when it's the Super Bowl, for me to even put him anywhere in the category with LeBron, LeBron left, got a chip or two, and came back. He didn't have to. Everybody wanted him. So, no, I think King James is it. <laughs> he, he can't even get in those waters as far as I'm concerned. But so the hater made LeBron, too. <laughs> to me, it's it's close because LeBron's a hometown kid, so that gives him a huge edge, the fact yeah. that he's from Akron. But I also think Cleveland and Northeast Ohio is Brown's town. And I oh, think yeah. – Oh, yeah. So, so I was at the championship parade for the Cavs, 1.3 million people. I think if the Browns were to win a Super Bowl, the, the state would be shut down. I think it would <laughs> oh, be you – know, Oh, what? So it's – I mean, it'd be nuts. I, it's hard. It's tough to say because LeBron's like a bigger than life kind of person. Right. But a, a well, Brown Super Bowl. I mean, that's what I'm saying. See a lot of like 67 year old dudes just crying <laughs> in the streets. Well, yeah. The Browns win a Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I was gonna say let's let's exactly. take the names out of it then. So not Deshaun, not LeBron. 
just if the Browns win a Super Bowl, is that a bigger deal for Cleveland than when the Cavs won the NBA Finals? Yeah, I do. Okay. I definitely believe that because football is bigger. It's bigger yeah. in college. You know, it, more money. What 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 more money goes into what sport? Right. I mean, when you talk about a, a football scholarship and a basketball scholarship, or just what they make even on, on television, football is on another level. You know, it, 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 it's, it's crazy what you, you have might. when it comes to football. But yeah. I think that definitely Cleveland is definitely a football. And we've been through so much. I mean, we haven't been through with the Cavs organization, even though we've been through, through some things with the Cavs organization. But certainly we have not been through what we've gone through with with the Browns. I mean, we watch we, we have Bill Belichick. He, he leaves and he wins so many Super Bowls. Are you kidding me? We got we got Kyle Shanahan that leaves in the next year, goes to the Falcons, goes to the Super Bowl the next year. You know, Art Modell robs us of our squad, takes them to Baltimore. They win Super Bowls. We've been through too much. We deserve this. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, what's crazy is I, I think if you put like a, a tier system for the sports in Cleveland, the Browns are the top. And then it's probably Indian slash the Indians, Guardians. Yeah, yeah. And then it's the Cavs. We had a 1.3 million person parade for our third favorite team. It's a good I point. mean, I'm telling you, if, if if the Browns win a Super Bowl, you're looking like three million. They're gonna from Akron up. It's gonna be it's gonna be shut down. They're not gonna be able to get into the city. But that almost proves my point too, what you're saying there, because what LeBron was able to do in basketball not even be the top sport. You got to give it up for him again. That kind of reinforces my point a little bit. Thank you, Blake. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I love football, though. I am football is my favorite sport. I love college football, too. I'm yeah. just I'm terrible. I can take the Browns better than Ohio State, but Ohio State, it I lose my mind with Ohio State. I mean, I will I will despise Michigan State. I don't I'm not talking about time. I'm talking about the Spartans. I will despise them forever. I will never get over <laughs> us losing to them ever in a million years when we had Zeke. So I'm very bitter I- still. I handle Browns losses better than Ohio State losses. Well, one, they've been losing my whole life. Mm-hmm. Two, in the NFL, you almost never go undefeated. And then three, Ohio State, almost every game they play should win. They had the better players yeah. in almost every game. So when we lose, when Ohio State loses, it ruins me for a couple of days. And they give the SEC too much favor anyway. ESPN, they love it. We're big, and they don't want to give us our props. So, ESPN SEC, that's what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> and the SEC is Bama. I don't know why I don't just call it Bama. But, <laughs> but oh, I'm that's veering a, good point. a bit. Can you yeah. tell I love sports? I love sports. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Angeline, you are awesome. And we're so grateful you came on the show. And we're definitely going to have you back if you're you're willing if you're interested to come back and we'll be talking browns throughout the rest of the off season maybe we'll have you back over the summer maybe after the draft we can talk about some of that what the browns mm-hmm. did to add to the team and um definitely want to have you on during the season because i think this is going to be one of the most exciting seasons potentially we've ever seen yeah we we, we got to see what's going to happen i'm very excited very very excited about this so and it's been my pleasure i've enjoyed speaking with you all we had a great conversation so I'm looking forward to coming back. Thank you for this wonderful invitation. And I look forward to the next one. Yeah. So everybody make sure you go check out Angeline's Facebook page. Um, Cleveland Browns, we bark together. I love the mm-hmm. fact that you have bark in there because we're the dogs yeah, and that's kind of fits perfectly. That's right. And yeah. the reason that I say that as well is because so many of those fans group are so terrible. They're, they talk trash. They insult you. That is not what we get online for. We get enough of that on the outside world. But I really am against people attacking each other. We believe in respectful dialogue. I always say, make your point without offering an insult. So if you're tired of the groups where you just attack because you give your opinion that you have a right to, come on and check us out on Cleveland Browns. We bark together. Awesome. Love it. I know we've been, we we joined the group and we've been checking that out. And then make sure you check her out also on dogsbynature.com, right? Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. All right, Angeline. Well, I'll say, yeah, we we just appreciate it again and uh, have a great weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. All right. So just thanks again to Angeline. That was awesome. Uh, I mean, I still learned quite a bit there, Blake. And it was the, really for me, it's the terminology and how to address people who are saying things in the wrong way to just kind of make sure I understand the correct way to, to say what's going on. 
No, yeah, for sure. Especially like the civil court. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot of people throw around guilty, not guilty, and that's not what they're deciding Innocent, in yeah. civil court. Um, and I think it was just good to get not only like a, a person who's going to be an attorney in the near future, um, so they have more knowledge than the average person, but also a woman's perspective yep. on the situation. So, um, no, that was great. It was awesome having her on. Yeah, a woman's perspective. And she's a diehard Browns fan, which, you know, we, we've talked about the conflicting <laughs> emotions of well you know what if he is guilty we're a browns fan we're super excited all this stuff but she did a really good job of explaining all that and i hope that was educational for everybody watching and listening i know it helped me blake um and if you have any other questions just drop them in the comments let us know reach out like i said we'll have angeline back on the show so we can always continue the the dialogue and ask her more questions in the interim yeah all right well blake we'll let you go get back to your daughter and uh for everybody who's watching thanks again make sure you're checking us out on the socials join our patreon group join the dogs.com and make sure you enter that browns jersey contest if you want the details on that check the description or head back to the beginning of the show and for everybody who's checking us out we will be with you guys next week Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.